up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to another day, to the final day of the week. It's Friday. It's feel good uh, Friday out of there. And how we doing out there, FEM in the surrounding area or wherever you're listening at. It is uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on uh, Trushville ESPN Radio. Coming up for you for the next hour, we got a good show lined up for you as always. Uh, coming up, we'll be uh, diving into the uh, Stanley Cup Finals from uh, last night. Hey, the Panthers can win a game, hey. and it's finally a series. It so, is. How about that? <laughs> we'll get into that. And we'll also hit up on uh, some uh, local sports as well. Local sports season winding down. Mm-hmm. Two of the um, remaining teams that are out there uh, going up for state championships. That's FEM Baseball and Charleston Softball. We'll get into that. Charleston Softball doesn't get underway until 1230 today there in Peoria. But already off and running underway. 10 a.m. was the first pitch for mm-hmm. the game with FEM and uh, Grays Lake Central. And we'll give you live updates uh, from that uh, as we have them uh, for you. Last time I saw the hearts were trailing. So uh, we'll give you an update when we get there to that local segment and uh, preview that Charleston matchup later on uh, today. And we'll also hit up on Major League Baseball, of course, as the uh, Cardinals were off last night. But uh, they're going to start a series in St. Louis with the uh, Reds. We'll take a look at that. The Red Hot Reds. Mm-hmm. The uh, popular Reds for Ellie De La Cruz has a lot to do with that. Yep. So that's a lot to look forward to this weekend. So <laughs> get ready uh, for that. Also, yesterday uh, there was some uh, football news uh, as it pertains to uh, the uh, Big Ten they already oh, announced yeah. the Big Ten schedule. We don't know the dates, times, or anything like that, but we do know the opponents for everybody for the 2024-2025 season, and that includes the two newest members, USC and UCLA. So we'll see when Illinois will play both of those and where those games uh, will be at and break down the Big Ten schedule model coming up because, hey, Get ready to see USC and UCLA, but also get ready to see Ohio State and Purdue and Northwestern not going anywhere. That's mm-hmm. our protected opponents 
there. So uh, that's going to be for a long, long time. I don't know why we chose Ohio State, why Indiana wouldn't be another protected opponent, but hey, that's just me. I guess we did get an Indiana school. It's Purdue, but. Now, we'll talk more about that because. Oh, yeah, definitely. You you have different information than I do, so. What do you mean? Well, according to the ESPN article, Ohio State is not a protected opponent. Well, they're not a protected opponent, but they're a two-way opponent type of thing. They're not one of the protected games, though. I mean, Indiana or uh, Northwestern and Purdue is, but we play Ohio State in a home and home. Like we're gonna right for two back years and forth. And then it yeah. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was talking about. Yes. But sorry, you know, I, thought I don't you know meant. why we just didn't have three protected opponents in Indiana. But that's just me. I we'll we'll talk more. We'll yeah, talk we'll more. get. Into that. Plus, <laughs> right. we'll tell you about a change for an Illinois game. This fall. Oh, that's right. And yeah, it makes me so happy. I'm sure I was going to text you about that yesterday <laughs> when I found out, but <laughs> anyone to be the bearer of bad news. Thanks, Big Twelve. Thanks, Big Twelve. Thanks, Kansas. <laughs> so we will get into that with the line Spoiler. I schedule coming up, <laughs> and also in the uh, podcast get to uh, NASCAR and our NASCAR Pick'em game there at Sonoma this weekend. So uh, we'll take a look at uh, that race and whatever we don't get to here in the Trust Hour, we'll get to any of the podcast in some sort of a fashion. So that's the show we got lined up for you here on this uh, Feel Good uh, Friday. Only hours separate us until the weekend. And, of course, uh, the uh, starting lineup brought to you by McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and Teutopolis State Bank. So uh, let's close out of the week strong, and let's get this uh, thing started. And we jump right into the show with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we have a series in the uh, Stanley Cup of Finals as it was uh, the Golden Knights. They were up 2-0 here in uh, this uh, series. And uh, the Forler Panthers, they pulled one out there in overtime as they won this one uh, 3-2. And so there's going to be no sweep in the NBA Finals. There's going to be no sweep in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals as well. As about four minutes into uh, overtime, Carter Verhage had his seventh goal of the uh, postseason. And he has the uh, game winner in last night in OT. So didn't take a long time in overtime, but Verhage gets it done and... The Panthers win 3-2, to two, making this a series again. His fourth career overtime goal, Travis, and his second this postseason. Game 7 in Boston, round 1, he had the game winner there, and we know that was uh, kind of started the, the trend for this Panthers team. So uh, their goal came off their only shot in overtime, and the Panthers, Travis, are 7-0 and this postseason in overtime. They've won 10 yeah, straight overtime that. playoff games which is the second longest streak of overtime playoff wins all time behind only the Canadians at 14 straight. So uh, just don't get the Panthers to overtime. No. Just take care of it in regulation. Yeah, I didn't realize that they were undefeated there, and they've actually won more games in overtime than they have in mm-hmm. regulation. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's a 
Interesting stat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, of course, the uh, Panthers uh, got it to overtime with this guy just makes clutch goals uh, this postseason in particular. Matthew Kachuk does it again as his 11th goal this postseason. And just whenever the Panthers need a clutch goal, it's Kachuk getting that and uh, tied it up with about three minutes to go. And, uh, you know, Kachuk... He went out early on in the mm-hmm. first period. He went down with an injury, and he uh, sat for the rest of the first period. Didn't even see him. Just went to the locker room. And then in the second period, they brought him back to the bench. And you're like, well, is he just a decoy? Is he going to sit a penalty when they need someone to do that? Or is it just kind of a morale thing for Florida because he's one of their best players? But nope, he finally got back on the ice, and he scores one in the bottom of the net. Back of the net, I should say. In that to tie it up there late in the third period of force OT. And seven of his 11 goals this postseason, Travis, have been in the third period or later yeah. uh, for Kachuk. So, uh, as you said, obviously clutch time. And, you know, I know neither one of us are pulling for Florida to get this win, but you do have to feel a little bit good for him last night. It was their first win all time in the Stanley Cup Finals. They were 0-6 all time entering Thursday. So, finally got a win in the Stanley Cup finals yeah so that's nice it's good it's good for them with their 13 and 6 record this postseason they have the most wins in a single postseason in franchise history and they became the second straight year the home team won game three in the stanley cup finals after being down 2-0 as the lightning won last year game three against the avalanche and we know how that turned out Hmm. so yeah and in fact, uh, there's uh, stats on that, that of the previous 55 teams to trail 2-1 at this point in the Stanley Cup Finals, 11 have actually rallied to hoist the Cup. So there is a chance. So you're saying there's a chance mm-hmm. for uh, Florida, Bob. Uh, of course, uh, the Panthers, they're used to being that way. They were down 3-1 to Boston in round one. We all know what happened there. They were just seconds away from trailing this series 3-0, and, and now they have some reasons to be optimistic for the rest of the way. Well, you say that, Travis, but the Florida Panthers also had history on their side, Travis, as last night was the 27th anniversary of Florida's first Stanley Cup final home game, which took place June 8th, 1996. 14 of the 23 players on the current roster were born prior to this day. Hmm. So... 14 of their 23 players were born prior to that day. So 27 years it has been since they have had a home, since their first home playoff game, uh, Stanley Cup game. So they had a little bit of nostalgic in the air last night for that day. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like they did the have... The stars aligned for them last night is what side. I'm saying. And apparently in this article it was significant enough to... Uh, talk about the people that were in attendance in the game the stars that are the game of course Tua was in the crowd Dolphins quarterback uh, Charles Barkley was in attendance as well I remember mentioning that on an NBA broadcast that he wanted to get down here for a Panthers game and Dan Marino was it's not a Hall of Famer but uh, not in Travis's book but uh, he was a celebrity drummer to uh, start off oh, the go. Panthers onto uh, the ice uh, there in Florida 
they did exactly what I said that they needed to do. They got an early goal uh, there to get things started, to keep that crowd in it. Montour scored that, his seventh of the postseason. And that was uh, significant because in game number one of the uh, finals, his wife actually went into labor. And so he had to get on a plane and he rushed back and he was able to get and back into Florida around 6.30 a.m. and uh, the next day, and he was able to see the birth of his first child. Well, that's awesome. And then he scores a goal here in game three. <laughs> so the baby was a good luck charm. Good luck, baby. <laughs> so uh, that was nice uh, there to get it started. And Vegas, they had a hard time even getting shots on net there, but finally uh, they did have a 2-1 to one lead after uh, Mark Stone tied it up in the first period on a power play. And then uh, Marshall also had a, a power play goal for uh, the Knights, his 13th postseason mm. goal in his 13th game this postseason. So scored a goal in every game. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? It is. It's very <laughs> good. I wish I could do that. Uh, and uh, Bobrovsky was uh, good uh, between the pipes. He, had, he stopped 25 shots there for Florida. And uh, Aiden Hill made 20 save for Vegas. But... Needed one stop in the overtime session, but only shot that was taken against them there in OT got it done for for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So uh, now for Florida, you got uh, some uh, momentum. Vegas has been very physical with you, and uh, you had this emotion in the crowd coming back here to Florida, and Kachuk coming back there onto the ice, scoring another clutch goal. And we'll see if the Panthers can keep it going and keep the momentum going to a game four. And that'll be on Saturday. Yeah. I, I Again, I, I think last night just lined up perfectly for Florida. The emotion, as you said, coming back home, the date. There's just so much that lined up perfectly for them last night. I don't see it happening a second one. But if they do one on Saturday, Travis, then I will at that point say we have a series. Right, I still yeah. at this thing point don't think we have a series. Yeah, I would I would agree mostly uh, with that is that I'm waiting to see what happens there on on Saturday. Uh, but you know, I am a little bit more optimistic for uh, Florida after the effort that I saw uh, last night when you compare that to game two really in particular more than anything. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would be cautiously optimistic if you're a Panther fan, if there are uh, five of them true hardcore fans that are out there. Um, I saw a lot of people in the stands last night, a lot of casuals in the fa- in the stands last night. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what happens on a Saturday, and then they'll take a little break for a game five when they return to uh, Vegas. And we do know for sure they are going back to uh, Vegas with the Golden Knights. Will it be tied up 2-2, or will the Knights on Tuesday – have a chance to clinch the cup on uh, home ice. So will the cup be in attendance on a Tuesday night? We'll have to wait and see if mm-hmm. at least one special person that is the cup and the cup keeper is in attendance. Do you wish that was on your Tuesday. job? Oh yeah. Do they keep that around? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Where do I sign up for that job? <laughs> it's probably a waiting list or something. But yeah. 
and look that up over the break. <laughs> right. So uh, Eric will look into uh, that and we'll step away and we'll be back to talk some uh, local sports, talk about those baseball and uh, softball matchups there at uh, State and give you a live score update for the Hearts up in uh, Joliet in the semifinals. So that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Welcome summer. Find your happy place. Dust and Sun Auto Supplies wants to make sure that you are ready to enjoy your patio, porch, deck, boat dock, wherever your happy place is. Dust and Sun carries a variety of different models of pressure washers available in both Karcher and steel. And don't forget to grab some Challenger cleaner. Dust and Sun carries Challenger in convenient spray bottles, as well as gallon concentrate for those bigger jobs. Stop in any Dust and Sun Auto Supplies location and let us help you take the pressure off getting your happy place ready. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one and the greatest firearms museum anywhere. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. Will you need a new AC this summer? Now is the time to call Probster for Duration for a free estimate on a new carrier air conditioner. With rebates up to $1,550 through June 30th, it's not too late. Carrier, turn to the experts. Call Probster for Duration at 217-342-6441 or stop in at 318 West Jefferson Avenue in Effingham to make an appointment. I'm Tammy with Effingham Homes and I'm proud to say my father, Steve Taley, is the head of our Effingham Homes family. My dad has been in the business of helping families build homes for over 30 years and he's learned a few things along the way. Like it has to be right when you're putting your name behind it. We build relationships, not just homes, and treat all customers like family with respect and courtesy. Effingham Homes is a family business, so visit us and experience the difference yourself. Effingham Homes, located on North Route 45 at the flashing red sign. You'll feel at home. Home at Effingham Homes. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer. And now... Eric Fry Sports Center update. Former Indianapolis Colts linebacker Gary Brackett, the owner of the Stacked Pickle Sports Bar chain, has filed for bankruptcy protection. In the filing, all 10 of uh, Brackett's Stacked Pickle locations in Indiana and Ohio were forced to close after the pandemic. Brackett played for the Colts for his entire pro career from 2003 to 2011. He helped the team win Super Bowl 41 against the Chicago Bears. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Starting off with the stacked pickle. The stacked pickle. How about yes. that? I've not been there. Have, and I can't. I, I can't go now. 
Have not heard of it, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess well, we can't go now. Nope, you'll never find out about I'll it. We'll never know. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the time being on ESPN Radio for the next, well, less than an hour. Let's talk uh, some uh, local sports and uh, let's uh, focus on uh, the uh, state matchups that we got up there. And we already have one uh, up and uh, going there. Started at uh, 10 a.m. there in uh, Joliet. We saw the FEM uh, take off the other day. And uh, they were taking on a Grays Lake Central there. They are the two seed, a part of their regional, and they stand at 32 and a 7 on the uh, season, and uh, currently right now, FEM uh, trailing a 6-2-0 after four innings there against Grace Lake Central. Apparently, it could have been a lot worse. Grace Lake had the bases loaded in mm-hmm. that fourth inning uh, with no outs, but the Hearts escaped out of trouble and tie-roped out of trouble, but they trail 6 nothing. and I'm going to do it. I'm going to hopefully send the good vibes to Joliet. FEM still looking for their first hit. So hopefully I just broke up the no-hitter there. You, uh, I hope you did. Broadcaster's uh, jinx right there. Just It just hasn't been a, a great <laughs> morning here for uh, for Effingham. Yeah, uh, Grays Lake ended up uh, getting a run there in the first inning. They also uh, got a two more in the third to make it 3 nothing, and then they added three more runs there in the uh, fourth to make it a 6-0 to a zero there. Of course, everyone I'm talking about this has been the first trip for the FEM Hearts to the uh, state tournament since 1942. Mm. It's been quite a, a long time, so they're going to need a, a comeback a going, comeback a brewing yep. there in uh, Joliet. Uh, of their proportions. Yeah, and it would be uh, what a way to get to the uh, finals if they would do that. Uh, but uh, if they would uh, happen to go ahead and uh, fall in this one, uh, they would uh, slide into the third place game there, and that would be at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, tomorrow for the third place game. And uh, the uh, winner and losers of this will take on the winner or loser of the next matchup uh, that starts approximately around noon. LaGrange Park, Nazareth Academy, or Sycamore would be the two teams, one of those two teams that FEM would match up with. Uh, LaGrange Park is 32-6 and six on the season. Uh, they are the road runners. Mm. And uh, Sycamore, they are the uh, Sycamore Spartans, and they're 33 and a five on the uh, season. Looks like they got a ton of seniors there on that roster. So uh, we'll uh, wait to see what happens with the uh, Hearts, and we'll see if they're in the championship or the uh, third-place game uh, there. And I don't think I ever saw a time exactly. Yeah, the time for the state championship on IHSA's website is to be determined. So. What? IHSA not having things correct? Imagine, like... Uh, 11 o'clock or so. You would think. Championship game. Um, I was like, surely they would have the the time up by now. But 
Nope, still says uh, to be determined uh, there. So uh, we'll continue to uh, monitor the uh, hearts score here as we uh, go along through the show and see if we can get a uh, final if it ends up happening uh, there. Also have some action there in a 3A in a softball at the uh, state tournament in a Peoria at the Louisville Slugger Complex. And at a 10 a.m. already uh, underway, uh, Lamont against LaSalle Bennett Academy. Uh, there in uh, game number one. And if I could get to the uh, softball page here, I could get a, a score update for you there from 3A in uh, state. Lamont, 4-0. Ooh, I got seven to you two at zero in the top yep. of the sixth for Lamont. I had to press refresh. So there you go. There's an update for the uh, first game, but really we're looking out for the uh, second mm -hmm. game, and uh, that's where we see uh, the uh, Charleston Trojans, and uh, they will be there for the first time ever. It's been a long time since Evian's been there. Well, Charleston's never been there ever, and uh, they're going to be taking on Antioch there, uh, the Sequoits, as they're 33-1 and on the season last year. Uh, Antioch finished in third place. Mm. Uh, they would eventually lose to Lamont 3-1 to in the semis, uh, but then won that third-place trophy against Muhammad Seymour uh, last year. And uh, Lamont actually would be going for back-to-back championships this time around and in 2021 they finished in second so seems like Lamont has a pretty strong pretty squad program. Yeah. Uh, there but some uh, players to uh, note to look out for for the Trojans today JC Schuler, she's a uh, junior and she's the main pitcher and she's also uh, leading in the RBI categories for the Sequoids as 63 RBIs for her on the season including nine dingers and she's 18 and one in the circle she's pinched 129 innings this season 251 Ks. That is a, a lot of Ks there. Only the 28 walks Ooh. and a .92 ERA as well. So how many tough strikeouts? Uh, 251. And how many uh, walks? 28 walks. 8.9. Impressive. Strikeout to walk ratio. Yeah, impressive to say. Uh, the least, Emily uh, Brecht. She's a senior infielder. She also has 36 RBIs on the season. Uh, Eden Echevarria. Uh, she has 11 home runs to lead the ball club, and she also has 36 RBIs as well. And also they have a freshman, uh, Claire Schuler, who's a shortstop. She also has 34 RBIs on the season. So uh, Charleston trying to uh, keep it going here. And they're 28-5 and five on the season as uh, they're led by Carol Moore. As she's a senior and she's a pitcher and she also plays a little first base as well. But mainly the main pitcher. She's 12-4 and four in the circle this year. So she pitched 100 innings, 3.50 ERA, and 85 Ks. She also has 8 dingers and 66 RBIs on the uh, season. That's what I noticed here with the uh, Trojans is usually you see uh, just one pitcher dominating the uh, stat book as, yeah, Moore does have an 100 innings, uh, but also uh, Caitlin Wilson, she also has pitched 51 innings uh, this season. So it's kind of more than uh, others. And so I do have a one-two punch there. And she has a 2.06 ERA, 50 uh, strikeouts. And she also leads the Trojans with nine home runs. And 
Uh, she has 43 RBIs to her credit there for the uh, senior. Also, Erin Blair, she's a senior. She has 34 RBIs. Claire Cox, she's a senior. She has 37 runs driven in. And uh, Blair Ricci, she's a sophomore. She has 34 driven in as well. And Addison Schrader is the other pitcher that they uh, sometimes go with. 9-1 and one on the year, 47 innings pitched and 45 Ks as well, going along with 35 RBIs there at the uh, plate. So uh, Charleston having one of their best seasons, not one of their highest win totals. They have had some 30-win uh, squads in mm. the past, uh, but uh, Blaine Mahal is the uh, coach there uh, for the uh, Trojans. He's been there for uh, 11 years, had some good squads, but can win uh, regional, but have never been this far in a softball history for Charleston. So no matter what, it's all gravy at this point, but uh, they want the big kahuna. Yes. We wish them the best they want of the luck. biggest trophy uh, out of them all coming back to uh, Charleston uh, this weekend. So uh, we'll definitely uh, uh, take a look at uh, that uh, score as we have them along the way as we're off the air. And uh, so looks like uh, Lamont heading into the uh, championship, still up 7 nothing. So uh, they'll go into the championship, and then uh, the loser of Antioch and uh, Charleston would slide into the third-place game, and that would be at 9 a.m. on Saturday there in Peoria. So uh, we're looking out for those two Apollo Conference teams for baseball and uh, softball today. But uh, right now we'll uh, come back and we'll talk more baseball, and we'll talk some MLB, what happened last night, and take a peek at the schedule for this weekend coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. This is Sherry, owner of Eubinger's Furniture Company. I'm still here, and my sales staff and I are making deals on in-stock items that nobody beats. If you want interest-free financing instead of discounts, well, with approved credit, Eubinger's has that too. I love shopping, so my floor is packed with amazing new styles, as well as proven favorites and the best mattresses on the market today. We have what you want, so shop Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are always worth the drive. Highway 50 East Flora. It's time to vote. No, not that kind of election. I mean vote for our Father's Day lookalike contestants. Just visit effingamradio.com and choose who looks like Dad the most. Polls are open today through June 14th at noon. You can vote once per day for the best lookalike father, son, or father, daughter. Thanks to 95.7 WCRC, along with Barlow Lockett Security, John Boost Factory Showroom and Outlet, Wabash Communications Fiber, Wen T Plumbing, First National Bank of Brownstown, and May's Distinctive Lighting. Now hurry and go vote at effingamradio.com. Things are moving right along at JNR Collision Centers in Teotopolis. We are finishing up the transition of our newest location at 1424 East Fayette Avenue. If you have an accident, let us guide you through the repair process. We can assist you with your insurance claim, regardless of the insurance company, and ensure a timely, safe, and proper repair. 
Please stop by our newest location on Fayette Avenue and let us show you what customer service and quality are all about. JNR Collision Centers, now with five locations to assist with all your collision repair needs. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. And now, Eric Price Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the Week 6 win over the Titan, te, 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 Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the uh, Sports know, Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Eric Fry, Sportster Update. St. Louis City SC will try to get back in the win column when they host the LA Galaxy City Park on Sunday. City is in first place in the Western Conference with nine wins, one draw, and five losses for 28 points. Sunday's match kicks off at noon. Chicago Fire FC will go for their first league win in nearly a month when they host the Columbus Crew at Soldier Field tomorrow. Fire coming off a 1-0 loss to FC Cincinnati last weekend in league play. They fell the Houston Dynamo 4-1 in the U.S. Open Cup earlier this week. Chicago's 14th place in the Eastern Conference with three wins, eight draws, and five losses for 17 points. Tomorrow's match kicks off at 7.30 p.m. Chicago Sky look for their third win in a row when they visit Los Angeles Sparks at Crypto.com Arena tonight. Sky are coming off a 108-103 overtime win against Indiana Fever on Tuesday. Chicago's fourth in the WNBA with a 5-3 record. Speaking of the Fever, they're going to look to snap their three-game skid when they return to the hardwood tonight. Indiana is visiting the Minnesota Lynx at Target Center in Minneapolis. Tonight's battle features a pair of teams that have struggled through the early part of the season as the Fevers are last in the Eastern Conference at 1-5 and, and the Lynx are last in the Western Conference at 1-6. The first overall pick from April's NFL Draft has already earned the starting job. Carolina Panthers have named rookie quarterback Bryce Young as the team's starting quarterback moving forward. Frank Wright said that evaluating Young as a starting role is just the next step. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center today there. So looks like got a new man yep. there in Carolina. New man in Carolina. Hmm. It's not really surprising. No, I mean, what are you talking about, Travis? He got the starting role of Randy Dalton. Red Rider. Again, not surprising. Uh. <laughs> the Dalt man. Yeah, a red rifle. Yeah, well, he had his moments in the sun. Yeah, like a decade ago. And then he had to go away. A decade ago, he had his moment in the sun. So, can't stay on the sun too long, though. No, he can't. He'll get burned. <laughs> uh, the uh, Major League Baseball scores from uh, last night. I don't know what's funny. Anyone uh, would get burned standing out in the sun too long. Um, he has he has red hair. Oh, okay. They burn easily. Gotcha. I've heard. I've heard. I'm a natural blonde, so 
brunette. So, mm, sorry. It's okay. We have more fun. You do. Uh, back to baseball, and fun. hey, you get burned if you don't put on suntan lotion if you go out to a lot of these baseball games. Maybe not in New York these days, no. but uh, they did play the two games. Oh, did they? Yeah, uh, the uh, it was a split. Uh, the White Sox won game one. They outslugged them. They won six to five. They homered four times. Eesh. And it got it done, and then in game two, they were shut out, so they could have yeah. saved some of those home runs yeah. for the nightcap. Yeah, you would have hoped so. <laughs> and then we only got two hits as well. Ugh. Night uh, and day difference. Yeah, really. Three to zero, Yankees win, and Randy Vasquez gets his first win. Yeah. Six innings of no, or six innings of two-hit ball. So, uh, split the doubleheader there yesterday of that makeup due to the air quality issues. And, well, the other team from Chicago, the Cubs didn't fare too much better. They lost to the Angels 3-1, to one, and that completes the sweep Yeah, for Los Angeles. So. We stink. Five Smiley, hits. Six innings, two earned, four Ks, three walks. Yeah, only one run, though. Yeah, that's so, true. Could have needed a little bit more run support. Yep. Trey Mancini had a... Uh, RBI double in the second. That was all we got. That's all she wrote. Yep. Hmm. So. And this Cubs team's bleh. So the Cubs get swept and uh, they're off down in California still. They'll start off a series with the uh, Giants. We'll start. We'll take a look at that series coming up. Speaking of the Giants, they can do nothing but win against the Rockies. They won 6-4. to four. 11th straight win against Colorado for the Giants. So, Rocky just can't beat San Fran. No, they can't. Hmm. Uh, the Rays, uh, they also uh, complete the sweep of the uh, Twins. They win 4-2, to two, and Tampa's win streak is now at uh, six games. Baltimore, they avoid the sweep as they win 6-3 to three yesterday against Milwaukee. Uh, the Phillies in a makeup from yesterday, uh, the other day, uh, with those air quality issues there in Philly. Uh, the Phillies won three to two over the uh, Tigers. Zach Wheeler, he had a, a no hitter into the eighth inning, but didn't get factored into the decision. Our boy Craig Kimbrell got the win. Ah, five point two five ERA, Craig Kimbrell, mm, and it was good. Cody Clemens. Cody with a K. Clemens, yes, the son of Roger Clemens, yeah. gets the walk-off winner for the Phillies in the win. So. I, I, I didn't know he had a son that was in the majors. Yep. <laughs> Learned something new today. Cody with a K. Cody with a K. Don't forget it. Cody Clemens. Now, Clemens <laughs> is with a C, though. Yes, it is, yes. I obviously didn't want his initials to be CC. I don't know why. Because CC Sabathia didn't want to be compared to him. I guess so. Uh, the uh, Blue Jays they went over the Astros uh, three to two. Barrios gets the uh, win in that one. Guardians all over the uh, Red Sox ten to two a uh, three. Jose Ramirez goes deep not once, not twice, but three times in the win over Boston. That's after we said that they had the no one <laughs> yeah, home I know. runs and they have the least amount of home runs in all of baseball and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he slugs three of them. <laughs> Usually an average guy, mm-hmm. but uh three homers yesterday. 
Uh, two thumbs up there. And then uh, this one was a wild one in Atlanta. It was a high-scoring affair. This would have been a great game to go to, at least if you're an Atlanta fan, because they pulled it out. They got a walk-off there. Ozzy Albies walks it off with a three-run homer, and that was in 10 innings. Atlanta wins 13-10 to over the Mets. So uh, not great outings. We said this was a great pitching matchup. Yeah. Not great outings no. for Verlander. Only goes three innings, giving up four runs, Ugh. four earned runs, and walked four, 82 pitches just to get through three innings. And Spencer Schrader, not much better. Only went four innings, eight earned runs. There for one of the best pitchers in the game. But eight earned runs last night, a couple walks, took 87 pitches to get through four innings, and it was a struggle. But, hey, Offense slugged it out, and the Mets blow it. Uh, bullpen doesn't come through. Uh, David Robertson uh, blows the – I think he gets credit for a blown save. And uh, old Hunter, is that Tommy Hunter? Gets the loss, giving up that uh, that three-run bomb. It was Tommy Hunter. Mm. Didn't even know he was still in the league. Nope. 6.65 ERA, Ooh, Tommy Hunter. Still in the league. <laughs> But Atlanta gets it done over the Mets, and there's a sweep of New York as well. Mm. Three games below 500 are the Metropolitans. So, and another game that they blew. Did I mention the Dodgers and the Reds? I don't think I did. I, think I, think I did. skipped it. Uh, Reds are electric, but Clayton Kershaw had no problem with them. Struck out nine Reds yesterday in a vintage Clayton Kershaw performance, and Six to zero, the Dodgers get it done, mm. get the win. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, the uh, matchups for uh, the uh, weekend: uh, two teams that we're focusing on, the Cubs there in San Francisco to take on the Giants. Marcus yeah. Stroman on the mound for Chicago, so he's been good as of late. We'll see if he can get another start out of you. And Di Scafani will be the one to oppose him tonight. And uh, Kyle Hendricks will go for the Cubs tomorrow. And that's still undecided, the Giants pitcher, at least here on ESPN. And you got uh, Wednesday going for uh, the Cubs uh, on uh, Sunday, according to ESPN. Travis, so you undecided. just said like two-thirds of my nightmare. Yeah, so it would be a good weekend. Ugh. Good weekend in San Fran. Yeah, good weekend to not watch baseball. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, hey, the uh, Cardinals there against the Reds there in St. Louis. Jordan Montgomery going tonight for the uh, Cardinals. Don't look at his record. It's been nope. ugly. Uh, Miles Michaelis going on a Saturday. Andrew Abbott going to be opposing him for Cincinnati. And on a Sunday, uh, Hunter Green, who's been good against the Cardinals in his short little time in the majors, will be up against Adam Wainwright on the mound for the cards tonight. You got it at 620. And then on Saturday and Sunday, you got it at 1220 will be the pregame show starts. Just a fact for you, Travis, the out of all the teams in the bottom 10 records of mm -hmm. baseball, there is one team that has a positive run differential. And that is the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. It's only plus one. It's still, but still positive. And you're the only one out of the bottom 10 teams. To have a, a positive run differential. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. It's better than the A's who are minus 200 run differential. Mm-hmm. Minus 200. No one is plus 200, and the A's have given up 200 more runs than they've scored. Hmm. 
that is a, I mean, it's the ace. They're abysmal. Exactly. Yeah. They're so bad. Their new city doesn't want them. <laughs> right. Ugh. And, uh, so, uh, that's the two matchups that we'll be, uh, focusing in on other matchups this weekend, Arizona, they're in Detroit, Merrill Kelly, Going for the Diamondbacks, Texas, they're in Tampa. That's a matchup of two good teams. Maybe we didn't think that they were going to be as good as they were, especially Texas. Yeah. But hitting against Glasnow, uh, you got the Royals against uh, Baltimore, Dodgers in Philadelphia to take on the Phillies, uh, New York in Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates, Toronto hosting the Twins, Sonny Gray going for uh, Minnesota, Houston is at Cleveland, Washington is in Atlanta after their uh, Nationals game got postponed mm-hmm. last night due to those air quality issues. I think we mentioned that yesterday. Yes. Uh, the Marlins, they're in uh, Chicago to take on the White Sox. Dylan Cease going over for Chicago on, well, tonight. Uh, is Ocantra pitching this series? Yes, he does. He pitches on Saturday against Michael Kopech. There you go. Uh, the A's, they're in Milwaukee to take on the uh, Brewers. Padres are in Colorado. Uh, you Darvish going for San Diego. Uh, Seattle's in Los Angeles. Take on the Angels. It's Shohei Otani Day. Yep. It's also going to be on Apple TV Plus. So All right. Unfortunately, you can't watch Luis Castillo versus Shohei Otani. Great pitching matchup yeah. there. And also, it is the uh, uh, Red Sox and Yankees this weekend. And Garrett Cole going tonight for New York. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, with the Yankees and Red Sox matching up, you already know what Sunday Night Baseball is going to oh, be yeah. tonight, uh, yep. this weekend. Yep. It's going to be the Sox against the Yankees. Not exactly a barn burner of a pitching matchup. Bello against Schmidt. Well, not really too much barn burners of teams this year, Travis. Yeah, the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah. Hmm. 31 and 32 are the Red Sox. 37 and 27 are the Yankees, but without Aaron Judge. Yeah, uh, judges on the IL. Mm-hmm. And also this uh, quote from Nestor Cortez kind of raised the eyebrows uh, for me is that it's the Red Sox and Yankees rivalry, not what it was, uh, because he quoted and said that he was asked about the rivalry with Boston, and he said it doesn't feel like what we have with Tampa now or with Toronto now. You can argue that the Red Sox haven't been who they really are the last couple of years. So kind of putting down the rivalry. I mean, it's kind of like what we talked about with the Cubs-Cardinals. You know, the rivalry is only good when both teams are winning. And the yeah. Red Sox have been down for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, the Red Sox, for so long, mm-hmm. they were beat up by the Yankees. Yep. And then when they came back and beat them, and then Red Sox have had three championships yep. since then, and the Yankees have won. But, yep. um, and then the Yan- and the Red Sox have sucked last few years so and i was like man the yankees and red sox not a big thing anymore that used to be the rivalry besides it's, obviously the cards cubs for us but it's not as passionate it's yeah. not as heated yeah nobody's throwing down Don old Zimmerman. men yeah, yeah. <laughs> where's who's throwing down pedro get pedro to throw someone down we need to do something to ignite this rivalry there, again and i think that that becomes complacent when you're winning Maybe. You know, when when Big Brother, in this case the Yankees, are always winning and you're always losing as little brother, mm-hmm. you kind of get a chip on your shoulder and you get you angry do. about every little thing. Yep. But then when you start winning and Big Brother doesn't win quite as much, then you're kind of even. Then nothing gets under your skin. That's right. why I think 
the argument of saying that there may be a bigger rivalry with the Rays or with the um, Blue Jays is fitting because they are now the little—they're the little guys. They're the underdogs. Yeah, it's a—it's a fair point, but uh, so they'll uh, hopefully uh, maybe do something this weekend to ignite the rivalry. I was gonna say, do you want finals? I got a, a final. You got a final there. I got for a final in softball. Uh, softball, yeah. Yep. Lamont got the win, ten nothing in six. Ten to a zero, and middle of the sixth inning, FEM does have a hit, so. You're welcome. I, I broke yeah. up the no hitter, and they also have a run as well. Unfortunately, they trail nine to one mm-hmm. going into the bottom of the sixth inning there against Gray's Lake Central. Uh, there, so got a run, but yep. and got a few hits, mm. but uh, unfortunately, uh, trailing by eight runs. But no matter what, uh, they will there. play tomorrow. Yep, no matter what, nine a.m. or eleven a.m. We can guess. 9 a.m. It's looking like right now. And so uh, there's also some uh, special uh, ceremony is going to be uh, when they return back to uh, town on uh, Sunday going through. I think that the plan was to, on Saturday to go through town as well, but then kind of have a more formal ceremony going to the high school and having a little uh, get together at the cafeteria uh, there in the welcome home and introduction of the players and coaches and whatnot uh, there in the cafeteria at the high school on a Sunday. So uh, no matter what, they're coming back with a, a trophy uh, there. Sort. So uh, we're running out of time here on the uh, Trusher Show, so we need to close things out. We need to close things out talking about uh, schedules, football schedules, oh, yeah. and the Big Ten uh, announced their schedules with UCA, USC and UCLA joining the conference, and we know the opponents for the Illini definitely hit up on that so uh and a schedule update for this upcoming season as well the little schedule change and that's all coming up to close out the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back this is deputy chief kurt davis of the effingham police department with another safety tip for online use for your family while online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
The Dow Technology Summer Sale Event is on with limited quantity deals on top tech. Save on select PCs powered by the latest Intel Core processors like Thin and Light XPS 13 laptops, Inspiron laptops, and 2-in-1s. Plus, get savings on select accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. It's the perfect season to power your passions during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications and terms of credit. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowl has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. They benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding... That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. So it's many a holding. Super Bowl. Let them play. On 98.9 The Game. Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a little bit longer. Still got more stuff to uh, talk about in the uh, podcast, including our NASCAR pick'em game and a NASCAR in uh, Sonoma this weekend. And speaking of NASCAR, we got some fines to talk about and a driver missing this weekend. Mm. More about that. Gotcha. So. We got your NASCAR news coming up in the pod. All right, let's uh, hit up on uh, some uh, schedules, some uh, scheduling news here with the uh, Big Ten announcing uh, their uh, schedules for the 2024-2025 season uh, due to adding USC and UCLA. But first, before we get to uh, the next two years of uh, schedules, the Illini uh, finally yesterday uh, came down. I said that the game was in flux with Kansas and and determining their Big 12, Big 12 was determining when the, they were going to schedule that game. Well, we're having another Friday night game at Kansas, and this is week two, and it's going to be on September 8th now on a Friday at 6.30 will be the kickoff. So another Friday night game. Yay. <laughs> I, I am bummed about this one. I mean... We only need one. We don't need any, but right. I I just I don't get it. <sighs> another another Friday night, and you know I know some people that maybe would want to make the trek to a Kansas, but now it's going to be a lot tougher, and they probably will have to even cancel uh, the trip. Now it's on Friday night instead of a Saturday. Yeah. So uh, bummer that it's going to be uh, week two mm-hmm. on a, on a Friday uh, there, bud. Another prime time on ESPN two. All right, I guess ESPN two. I don't know who's gonna watch it because we're all gonna be at high school football games. That's right, but uh, so that was the update that we got uh, yesterday, and then also uh, a little bit uh, later after that, we got the uh, opponents 
for the uh, Big Ten in the uh, next two seasons. And this is really a um, uh, just a kind of a uh, two-year type of plan, two-year deal uh, with some of these uh, schools. And that's what we were kind of alluding to there with uh, Ohio State being a part of Illinois. And uh, that's just going to be in effect for a home and away type of thing for 2024 and 2025. Uh, they'll uh, have another matchup that will slide into that spot in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the Illini, every uh, Big Ten team was asked to uh, list uh, the games that they would prioritize and that they wanted protected and that they like, we have to have these games on our schedule to yeah. kind of help protect rivalries and whatnot with this new schedule because divisions with this new schedule and USC and UCLA coming out Gone. the window. Yep. I mean, the East have dominated anyways. Right, right. So it's a good thing. And that complete fail of legends versus leaders. Yeah, we won't talk about the that. The first year, yeah, we'll just skip over that. But hey. uh, no divisions here. Yep. And uh, the, that means the two top teams in the Big Ten as a whole yep. will meet in the Big Ten Championship. Which means if you thought Illinois missed out on their chance last year <laughs> to make the Big Ten Championship, they won't be getting there anytime soon. The road got a little tougher uh, for sure. So uh, there were two two opponents for the Illini that were named uh, that were protected so they'll play them in the next two seasons but they'll play them forever and on yeah, and on yeah. beyond the 2025 season and that's Northwestern and Purdue mm-hmm. so they're not going anywhere on the schedule. Iowa got three. Mm-hmm. Penn State had none. Yeah none. They didn't want any which <laughs> I think we're good. allows you to create more flexibility in your schedule I understand that. I guess so. Because you're not tied in every year to one game. Yeah. So, like, Iowa's going to be, you know, Iowa will have to play Minnesota and Nebraska and Wisconsin every year. Right. Yeah, they kind of did that Nebraska-Iowa game ever since Nebraska came into the Big Ten as, like, a tradition Mm -hmm. around Thanksgiving and whatnot. So they wanted to keep that one going as long as the uh, rivalry is longstanding with Minnesota and Wisconsin uh, there. And you talked about USC, Travis, in 2024. Yep. We get them. That's right. Hey. Have to go to SoCal. All right. But, man, that 2024 schedule for Illinois is brutal. Mm-hmm. As you got on the road in Michigan State, Northwestern, Rutgers, and Ohio State, and USC. That is tough. Well, get ready. <laughs> I don't think that we've been to Ohio State since 2017. I believe is the last time that I saw that we were there. And also the home opponents for the 2024 season, Iowa, Maryland, Purdue, and Michigan. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, Travis, it was nice for the one year of Illinois football. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's that's a brutal schedule. Uh, But, hey. Come on, Coach B. I don't care how much the tickets are. I know where I'll be in 2024 Uh for that Michigan game. Um, And in 2025, uh, we are going on the road to uh, Lincoln at Nebraska, at Penn State, at Purdue, and at Wisconsin. And we have Indiana, Minnesota, Northwestern, UCLA, and Ohio State. So Mm. we return the favor in 2025 with Ohio State there. So... um, USC is going to play everybody, and UCLA both are going to play everybody in this cycle uh, there, and they tried to have it flexed where they didn't have or they're not going to have too many, like, 
extreme trips right. out to the West Coast and the East Coast and whatnot. So um, that obviously will create a challenge with especially teams, you know, like Rutgers and Maryland and all them going out to U- USC or UCLA or vice versa or whatnot. So, hey, USC in 2024, they're in the Coliseum and 2025 UCLA coming to a champagne. So that's something to look forward to in the next two years. Oh, boy. Can't wait. And Michigan coming to Champagne as well. Sounds like a lot of L's. Yeah, man. Hopefully uh, we're in a better place in 2024. Also, I know that a lot of people will be on a campus this weekend for a visit with uh, Illinois football, so big recruiting weekend uh, there in Champaign. So we'll have to see how uh, that uh, develops on Monday. So uh, that'll do it for us here on Trustful Radio. We'll continue the conversation with the NASCAR coming up in the uh, pod and also have our NASCAR Pick'em game as well. And one last update before we get out of here with the FEM game. Still 9-1 to one, middle of the sixth inning here. So uh, that will do it for us. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. Enjoy and enjoy Cardinal Baseball this weekend and have a good one. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in and welcome back in to this starting lineup. Welcome into the podcast. Overtime of a starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And coming up here on the program, we got NASCAR to dive into. Who's not going to be there this weekend? Who got fined after those events from Worldwide? Had nothing to do with those events. Oh. The driver who said, uh, what? Well, well, I don't want to give away. All right, and we got Pickham to take care of. We do. As well. We got an NBA Finals game to talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. And some more college uh, athletics. And some NFL news. And some NFL news that just came across the wire, apparently. No. uh, As we're recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just kind of came in, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. So that's all on the way. Uh, but first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports center that you want to hit uh, up on? Just one thing, I believe. The Big 12 Conference is expanding its reach south of the border. The Big 12 announced that Kansas and Houston will play each other in men's and women's basketball at Mexico City's arena CDMX in December of 2024. Women's soccer teams and baseball teams will compete in exhibitions against teams from Mexico following the meetings between the Jayhawks and the Cougars. And there is potential for a football game in 2026 in Monterey. Hmm. So Big 12 expanding out into uh, into Mexico. Nice. And uh, also, uh, I, I had this this morning, uh, talking about the Belmont up in the air, but I believe they have reopened uh, Belmont as it's kind of getting um, down. The 
the haze a little bit and the smoke. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so it looks like the Belmont Stakes will be on. Still a go. Yep, yep. So, there you go. Very good. All right, so let's uh, move on here and move on. Didn't even mention it at all in the uh, terrestrial show, but I almost forgot about it with uh, everything else going on. But the uh, Heat Nuggets game three tonight, 7.30 on ESPN. Nuggets and Jokic and Murray coming off those triple doubles. Mm -hmm. See if they can take a 3-1 lead here and take it into back to Denver on Monday. And in some very rare news, Travis, uh, the Nuggets made a trade today. Trade? Yes. They are acquiring the 2024 first and second round pick and a 2023 second round pick from the Thunder for a 2029 first round pick. <laughs> so they're getting three of the Thunder's great picks and uh, sending one from 2029 uh, to the Thunder. So uh, with that now, they'll have the 37th pick in this June's draft and then uh, first round Oklahoma City's least favorable pick in 2024 so never will have the 37th and 40th pick in this year's draft the deal gives the nuggets uh, some additional opportunities to acquire some low-cost contracts and try to create some trade tools and and you know use those picks to try and get some more help and keep their championship window open hmm. i mean you should not be allowed to trade a 2029 pick it's ridiculous. Well, they have to do that, Travis, because Oklahoma City still owns Denver's top five protected 2027 first round pick. So Oklahoma City still owns their 2027. So I know that they have a lot of picks, but jeez, 2027 and 2029 picks yep. we're talking about here. Jeez. The uh, are you ready for this, Travis? Uh-huh. Oklahoma City has one of the deepest rosters of young talent in the league, and they own 15 first round picks through the 2029 draft. Wow. 15. That's crazy. By the way, just so everyone knows, each team gets one first-round pick. Yeah. And and somehow the Thunder have Have... acquired 15 for the next six years. That's insane. (laughs) They can just let their whole team walk and just draft a new one. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's insane. So, a rare trade in the NBA Finals with draft picks. Yeah, a very rare trade for an NBA Finals team to make a trade. But because it's just draft picks, it's... Sure. But, yeah, uh, the Nuggets going to try and and bounce back. And we've talked about kind of this game one, game three, game two. The Heat looked good. Do they come back in game four and look good? Adjustment, counter-adjustment, back and forth of this game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is a must-win for Miami. Yeah. And as I've said, Miami, yes, they won game two, but Denver lost game two. Mm. Denver has been the better team for 95% of this series. No doubt. And it was just that fourth quarter in game two that did them in in that game. Because mm-hmm. it took overtime, remember, and it was still a three-point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep, Murray missed a tying three. Yep. But. We'll see what happens in a game four tonight, and they'll take the weekend off. Don't have game five until Monday. Well, they want to they want to give space to the NHL for Saturday night, and they want to give Yankees Red Sox on Sunday. Mm, there you go. You don't want a conflict. Um, that'd be tough to travel and play a game, I guess, on Denver on Monday or on Sunday too. So. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, want to give a little bit of a break, I guess. I get it. But it's going to stink without a lot of uh, sports on besides um, the Stanley Cup and golf, baseball. Golf. I'm not worried about this week. Yeah, I'm not worried about this week. I want next week. Next week. Next week should be the fun week for golf. I want the U.S. Open. He wants the Open. Give it to him. U.S. Open. I want it. Um, All right. It's his golfing, and he wants it now. Um, Let's get to some uh, college stuff here that I wanted to uh, clean up from softball and uh, baseball. I wanted to mention in uh, softball last night. I don't know why this wasn't first things first, but Oklahoma did it. They uh, capped off third championship in a row. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people are upset about it. A lot of people are not happy about it. They say that this uh, Oklahoma team is bad for softball, but until you beat them, uh, shut your mouth. Uh, 53 straight wins yep. to close out the season and three titles in and a row. And you're just jealous you can't beat them. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. It seems kind of... I get it. When a team dominates like this and a program dominates like this mm-hmm. and whatnot but we've seen it in college athletics before yeah, with UConn and whatnot so and Oklahoma football just, and Georgia football and yeah Oklahoma is just another solid program and thing that I kind of question is like Oklahoma you know the college world series is actually in Oklahoma so they right. have such a big advantage and whatnot but hey they get it done last night. They beat Florida State three to one to sweep the College World Series. Yep. So the Sooners on top of the softball world once again. Do you like that? It's just two out of three. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Mm, I'd rather have five, but that's me. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, best of three. And also uh, going on uh, this weekend, uh, the uh, baseball super sectionals there in uh, college. As uh, you got Duke and Virginia, they're already close to wrapping up here as we're recording. South uh, Carolina is against uh, Florida later, so is Oral Roberts and Oregon uh, there. And also, Indiana State in action this weekend as well. And it'll be up against TCU. And this one was significant because uh, this was one of the biggest wins in program history for Indiana State in baseball, and they were set to host this mm-hmm. super sectional, but they're not gonna—they're not going to now. Yep, they had to move it to Fort Worth uh, due to the Special Olympics being in town this weekend there, and they've hosted it for the 51st consecutive year. So, NCAA, we already had that fiasco there. Yep in Kentucky with the staying in dorms and hotel rooms available from campus and whatnot. So due to the accommodations for the Special Olympics, uh, this is not going to be there at Indiana State's place. It's going to take place there in TCU in Fort Worth. And what I thought was a nice touch and why I wanted to mention it was that the uh, TCU uh, and uh, some of their uh, clubs and booster clubs have donated to the Indiana Special Olympics uh, fun. That is awesome. And as of Tuesday at night, they raised over $25,000 for the Indiana Special Olympics. I like that. I like so, that a lot. Uh, I know it's a big bummer for Indiana State not being able to host the super sectional game and a fight to go to Omaha, but 
I uh, just had a schedule conflict there with the Special Olympics. You're but, not going to kick out the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah, definitely definitely not. And, you know, w- with it being 51st time, like, yeah. yeah, this has been going on for a long time. If it time. was year one, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, if it was the first time, maybe you can make some adjustments, but not 51 years. You're not throwing 51 years down the drain. No, so... Uh, they'll be going to uh, Texas to play this series in a stead. Uh, you also got some other ones going on, Alabama and Wake Forest. Wake Forest is the top overall seed in this uh, college baseball tournament. You also got Virginia at Duke, um, Florida, or nope, I already said that one, Tennessee and Southern Miss. You also got a Texas and a Stanford as well. And you also got Kentucky and LSU matching up. They're in Baton Rouge for that super Baton sectional Rouge. game. 12 versus 5 there. So uh, we'll see what Kentucky does. Being so. the one seed has not been a good thing, Travis. You mentioned Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. One seed has not made it to the College World Series the past two years. Mm. Wake Forest has not made the College World Series since 1955. Wow. It's been a while. Been a while. Mm. So... We'll see who advances to uh, Omaha after uh, this weekend. Might even have to finish it up on Monday if it goes to a best of three Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So we'll be uh, looking out for uh, Indiana State this weekend to see if they can punch their ticket to Omaha. So uh, that's what I wanted to mention there. So that cleans up college. What did you want to mention about the NFL? How about the NFL NFL news? Yes. So I uh, saw this on Twitter, Travis. Um, Jets head coach Robert Sala, Sala, yeah. says that the team doesn't want to be on hard knocks this season. Yes. Too bad the decision isn't up to them, though, because the NFL can force one of four teams to do hard knocks this season. Mm-hmm. And those teams, and this is why I want to bring this up, which team would you pick, Travis? The four teams that the NFL can force to do hard knocks. Yep. The Jets. Uh-huh. The Saints. Mm-hmm. The Bears. Mm-hmm. The Commanders. Ooh. Which team would you want to follow? Because to me, I, the Saints are out. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't why, care about the Saints. Why the Saints? Jets, Aaron Rodgers, all that stuff. There's intrigue there. Yep. Commanders, change in ownership. There's a lot of intrigue there. Mm-hmm. And they're not that great of a team. Mm-hmm. The Bears, an up-and-coming team, a lot of drama on where they're going to play. <laughs> yeah. Which which one would you pick? I would yeah, obviously either go the Bears or the Jets, but I would probably go the Jets. Jets? I, I think the Jets, too, because, I mean, everyone kind of wants to see Aaron Rodgers like, and I bet that's the biggest reason why the Jets are like, this isn't going to happen because they don't want to see. Aaron mm. Rodgers does not want to be on hard knocks. No. More cameras. Yep. He hates cameras. In his face. Hates cameras. So. Get camera out of here. Nope. May not have a choice there, uh, yep. Robert. You don't, you don't, get a, don't get a call unless you're just going to sit the whole year. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's just going to sit all year. I doubt it. I mean, I do too, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Nothing nothing would surprise me anymore, Travis. Nothing surprises you. Mm. Oh. 
There you go. I thought you were gonna talk about uh, Dalvin Cook. I mean, he he has he can start signing with the team officially released today. Yeah. today. So yeah, speculation yesterday about uh, no trade. Yep. And then there ended up not being a trade. Couldn't uh-huh. find him. So just straight up released them. Yep. So cut, cut, cut. We'll uh, wait to see where Cook cooks this upcoming season. As Will Smith says, Travis, he's going to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Potentially. Party good chance. City where the heat is on all night on the beach to the break dawn. There's a good chance of that. There is. There is. All right. All right. I think we can just get to NASCAR now. All right. Uh, NASCAR this day. Oh, uh, this day. Yeah, let's this go day. this day. In All right. We got history. the weekend to do. We got today to do. So let's get into it. Uh, on this day back in 1973, Secretariat won the Belmont Stakes by a record 31 lengths to become the first horse in 25 years to win the Triple Crown. It's widely regarded as one of the greatest races in history. Yep. So there's that. On this day back in 1987, with the Lakers trailing the Celtics in the final seconds of Game 4 of the NBA Finals, Magic Johnson dropped a junior, junior skyhook to give L.A. the win. Ah, yes. Yes. Uh, On this day back in 1999, Bobby Valentine wears a fake mustache in the dugout after being ejected against the Blue Jays. The Mets rallied to win the game in 14 innings. (laughs) That that is famous. Nice. I like that. Um. On this day back in 2009, the Angels selected Mike Trout with the 25th overall pick in the 2009 draft. Mm. 25. 25th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on this day back in 2010, Patrick Kane's improbable goal in overtime of Game 6 of the 2010 Stanley Cup Final against the Flyers gave the Blackhawks their first cup title in 49 years. The goal was recently named Goal of the Decade by the NHL. Goal of the Decade. Goal of the Decade. I'm sure Travis hated hearing that yeah yeah nah on this day or june 10th 1996 goaltender patrick was made 63 saves and uwe krupp scored the winning goal at 431 of the third overtime as colorado won one to nothing at florida to win the stanley cup the avalanche won the title in their very first season following the move to denver from quebec mm. i didn't even know they were in quebec so learned something new today uh, June 10th, 2010, 43-year-old Omar Vizquel homered off of Detroit's Max Scherzer, joining Ted Williams, William McCovey, and Ricky Henderson as the only players to have a home run in four different decades. Vizquel's, oh. Vizquel's first home career MLB dinger came in July of 1989 off of Jimmy Key, and his final came in September of the 2010 season off of Jeremy Bonderman, who was six when Vizquel made his MLB debut. Hmm. Omar. Wow, yeah. Longevity. Yes, absolutely. Uh, June 11th, 2012, the Los Angeles Kings win their first NHL championship, beating the Devils 6-1 in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals, become the first eight-seed playoff team to win the Stanley Cup. Will history repeat itself this year? Tune around to find Find out. Uh, June 11th, 2009, Cristiano Ronaldo leaves Manchester United, drawing Real Madrid for a then-world record fee of 94 million euros. Mm-hmm. In June 11th, 1993, Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls and Charles Barkley of the Phoenix Suns each scored 42 points in Chicago's 111-108 victory, marking the first time in NBA Finals history that opposing players each scored 40 or more points in a Finals game. Hmm. 
And finally, on June 11, 1997, after being diagnosed with a stomach virus the day before Game 5 of the 97 Finals, Michael Jordan defies the prognosis in what is now known as the flu game. The Jazz had won games three and four to tie the series at two games apiece. Jumped out to a 16-point lead as Jordan struggled to find his legs, but Jordan scored 17 points in the second quarter, another 15 in the fourth, finishing with 38 points as the Bulls went on to win 90-88. to Yep. Yeah. Flu game. Flu game, food poisoning, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, food poisoning as we found out in the last dance. Yes. yes. So, iconic. Iconic, that is right. Iconic moment. Mm-hmm. So, Scotty. there you go. Scotty carrying him off. Yes. So. That is uh, sports history. That's your sports history. Yes. All right. All righty. Now let's get to NASCAR and NASCAR pick them. All right. So NASCAR, uh, Eric Jones's team was fined. Uh, crew chief suspended due to an issue uh, with the car there. $75,000, 60 driver points, and uh, suspended through the next two NASCAR races. Now, the driver who will not be, well, before I get to that, Prime Video. We talked about Amazon. We talked about like Netflix and the F1 series and stuff like that, and how it helped populate populate the uh, sport of F1 in America. Well, Prime Video has greenlit a new documentary on NASCAR and Garage 56 entry uh, that NASCAR has for the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So there you go. Hmm. NASCAR getting into the Amazon Prime game. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, for the Chicago Street Course, Travis. Yep. Ty Dillon. Yep. Drives his number 77 is going to have a very special sponsor on his car. The Chicago White Sox are going to sponsor Ty Dillon for that race. Hmm, nice. Hey, a uh, failure of a track with a failure of a franchise. <laughs> ties in. Nice. Um, and then finally, uh, Noah Gregson is going to be out at Sonoma due to a concussion due to his uh accident that happened at gateway last weekend where he uh blew a brake rotor and, and hit the wall very very hard uh so he is going to be out due to that concussion will not race um grant enfinger is going to replace him um in in the number 42 car this weekend so mm. hopefully he recovers we've we've heard a lot about concussions you know you think of kurt bush he still hasn't raced since his a year ago um, yeah. alex bowman missed some time last year because of a concussion so hopefully noah uh, a lot of people like Noah, uh, so hopefully he can, you know, get, get, you know, get healthy. So, mm-hmm. alrighty, pick them, Travis. Alrighty, Let's last, pick em. last weekend I picked Brad Keselowski. Travis picked Tyler Reddick. I got the win, so now that means I get to pick first for Sonoma, and I will be picking Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell, very good road course racer. So. I will be I'll be going with Michael McDowell for my pick for this mm. weekend. All right, so I for some reason busted him out earlier. Coda, you got to win that week. You, he finished twelfth oh, well. that week, so it worked out for you. Oh well, there you go. Yes, <laughs> you used to uh, with the other road course we've had this season. Gotcha. Uh, so I will go here with. Hmm. I will go here with AJ Allmendinger. Yep, he's one of the best road course racers in the planet. So he's also getting to be to that desperation where he needs to win to make the playoffs. So I can see him doing anything he can to get a win. Um, so I like that pick, Travis, for you. 
AJ Allmendinger. Alrighty, so Travis going with AJ Allmendinger. I'm going with Michael McDowell for our NASCAR pick'em. And that's pick'em. That does it. And that'll do it. That'll do it for the whole show. Yeah, that that wraps it up. All right, that'll uh, that'll wrap her up then. So we're gonna get on, getting on, getting on out of here. So have a, a great weekend, everybody. Hopefully. Don't get rained on too much on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You need that rain. So, hopefully, everyone stays dry out there. So, we'll be back for you on a Monday to recap everything from the weekend. NBA Finals. Say up for another game. Stanley Cup Finals as well. And baseball, of course. Wrapping up there. And the top three moments from the sports weekend. Until then. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. Peace.